from Los Angeles. This is the Rats Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. Oh, we're going to put some stank on this podcast today, Dave. Did you say stank? Stank. Okay. I mean, it's going to be a stanky podcast. A stanky podcast. There is so much stuff going on. Um, Dave and I get together right before we do the podcast and go through all the hot topics of the day and try to figure out what are we going to uh, rap about today. And there is so much stuff going on that we tried to weed through it as best we can, but uh, we're not going to get to it all. But we are going to put some stank on the stuff that is available. That, that's a good uh, way to describe it. Stanky podcast. Stanky podcast. My name podcast. is um, Mark, by the way. And I am Dave. By the way. By the way. <laughs> Alexa, what day is it? Today is Thursday, January 11th. We do that so we know what day it is. Uh, you, you know what else? The fact that we are crazy and out of control because our idea of a mixed drink today is taking Evian and Dasani and mixing them together. <laughs> That's your idea of a mixed drink <laughs> in today, in your world today. In my world today, that is a mixed drink. Ladies well, we're well. excited because Inga, what's today? It's a no Taylor Thursday. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So bottom line is we're not talking about Taylor Swift today. We're not even going to mention the fact that her and Travis were nominated for a People's Choice Award. So we're not even going to tell you about that. Oh, no Taylor Thursday. Morning, morning. No Taylor today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are on breakup watch. We'll let you know that. So oh. until they break up, we're on breakup watch. And and I don't officially. want to be a, I don't want to be a downer. And I know it's it's an no Tay Tay Thursday. But, you know, honestly, I can almost hear it in the distance. Travis Kelsey singing. Well, where are you tonight? <laughs> Why did you leave me here all alone? Sing it, Travis. I searched the world, the world over and over and found true love. You met another rescue was gone. All right. That's about the only song I recall from my youth. That was country. (laughs) Did you just hit a spittoon? Yes, I did. (laughs) I wonder where my spittoon went. You got it. All right, let's do some shout outs today. You know, Dave, we've got so many shout outs uh, to do. There's too many names that are adding to TikTok, to X and Facebook. Oh, that's great Uh, news. Yeah, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's jumping on board and checking out the Rats Ass podcast and and following us on social media. We'll try to be more entertaining for you. Um, (laughs) This is exciting to me. I don't know if it'll be exciting to you, but it is exciting to me. We have now been heard in five of the seven continents. It's been bugging me for weeks. Why can't we get anybody from Australia? Are we speaking French or something? And sure enough, I looked at the stats this morning before we signed on, and we have at least touched down in Australia finally. Are you serious? We are partying with kangaroos and koalas. Yes. yes. Put another shrimp on the bobby. Hello, That's Australia. Fun. That's fun for me. I like to see that we're spreading like a fungus around the world. I'm not sure what accent I just did, but, but <laughs> I was trying to welcome you, Australia. And, it was very good as far as you know. Well, thank you. <laughs> By the way, I was wrong in identifying the big lady singing the Ozempic commercial. She's not. Uh, remember the other day we were talking about Ozempic when you mentioned Kelly Clarkson losing weight? Yes. Well, the big lady is singing about a different drug. So I was wrong. However, <laughs> this is the song that Ozempic uses. <laughs> 
1974, Pilot and Magic. And then wow, I haven't heard that too oh, in a long oh, time. Oh, ho, ho, it's magic. Okay, all right, there's Pilot. Now, see, if you would have tried to stump me, I know the song, but I couldn't have told you who did it or the name of it. Now, here's the commercial, but listen to all the side effects of Ozempic. It's It's scary. Serious side effects may happen, including pancreatitis, retinopathy or vision changes, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain, and constipation, dehydration, which may worsen kidney problems, heart attack, stroke, or death. And you may lose weight. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh at that, but they make it sound like, hey, heart attack, death, no big deal. It probably won't happen until it does, and, and, and if it does, oh, well. Then they go into oh, the, oh, oh, they the go magic. In, they go back into the jingle. Oh, oh, oh Zempic, and you may it's lose weight. You may lose. Oh God! Oh God! I don't know where you found the spit tune, but my grandfather Orville had a spit tune. You know, did he? Oh, he chewed tobacco like you wouldn't believe. So did my grandfather. Yeah, the old thing, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit. Remember my, that? My grandfather, Phil, had, you know, he had a spittoon and he loved chewing his tobacco. <laughs> tobacco. <laughs> well, nine times out of ten, he'd spit and miss the t- uh, uh, spittoon. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up, but it's just the sound of a spittoon. <laughs> oh, I just well, thank you for finding that because that will crack me up and shut me up every time. So well, you you have found the secret to my funny bone. The- <laughs> Mark, it's time! It's time! <laughs> Mark, it's time! <laughs> Mark, it's time to play uh, my favorite game and not yours. Name that tune. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure why I play the Family Feud music, but yeah, what the hell. We're feuding right now. It's okay. a family feud. All right. Bring it on. Okay. <clears throat> Hope you get this one. Mark, name that tune. Okay. That has got to be. <laughs> hang on a second. You didn't give me very much of it, but I'm going to say that is um, Rolling Stones, uh, 1983 or 84. Too much blood. What is it? I'll play the song. Can you hear it? Yeah, I'm not able to hear it. Yeah, I can't hear the tune, Dave. You, you can't hear it? Can't hear it. Wait a minute. When you talk, I can hear it. Oh, it's Undercover the Night. Yeah. The band, right? But no, it's undercover. The night is what that is. No, I'm sorry, that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, well, wait a minute. What's I get fifty percent on that. I get a fitty fitty on that one. Got the band oh, I'm right. Sorry, the judge is saying. But no. you got to give me credit on that one, Dave, because I hit that within like two notes. Okay, okay, the audience I a, agrees. I, I want a fitty fitty on that one. Okay, you get a fitty fitty on that one. Since right, you only got good. that one half right. <laughs> oh no, you want to hit me again? Okay, try this one. No more, uncle, uncle. <laughs> I can't hear that one today. 
It was in the movie. It was featured in the movie Career Opportunities, starring Jennifer Connelly and Frank Whaley. They are in a mall. She puts a cassette in, and then they start Oh, this skating. is Flock of Seagulls. There you Space go. Space Age Love Song. There you go. I never saw that movie, by the way. I'm playing this for Jason, our friend on Facebook. He's a Flock of Seagulls fan. Yeah. Probably he, the he's only one. This song. He's never heard this song, so I wanted him to hear it. It's actually a good song. It's a great song. But it was never a hit, per se. No, but we played it. I played it. I played it in Los Angeles. Yeah, but it's still not a hit. It was a, it's a very familiar song, and it's become more familiar as the years have gone by, but it's still not classified as a hit. You know, yeah. it's not really maybe a major hit. It wasn't like I ran by a flock of seagulls. No, no, it's not Iran status at all. Not even close, but it's a good song. It's a listable, perishable record is what we would call that. Not a hit, but a perishable song. You listen to it, you like it, doesn't cause tune out, and people go, oh, that's nice. I like that song. <laughs> it's time for Is This a Ballad from Mark's College of Musical oh, Knowledge? Lord. Because we consider you a musical genius. And, and, and some of the songs I do play that you don't consider ballads do fall into ballad categories in radio stations, in some radio stations. You know that. They're just not sound coding it properly. That's They're right. sound coding it as a ballad, but a lot of times, it's not. You know, it's, it's, not. It's, yeah. it's not a ballad. That's why we come to you for your guidance. Mark, do you consider this song a ballad? Journey Lights, 1978. Yeah. Um, is it a ballad? Well, I would the, say no, it's not a ballad, but it's, uh, it's a mid-tempo record. Oh, you talked over the vocal! The <laughs> Look, don't play the vocal. <laughs> Let me finish talking first. <laughs> oh, God, okay. I mean, I'm sure rockers would consider it a ballad. It's a big lighter moment during the concert, probably, but uh, I don't consider it a ballad. I think it's kind of just, uh, you know, we would sound code records by tempo, a four, three, two, and a one. I would give it a two. Mm-hmm. A ballad is a one. Back in 1978, uh, they didn't have that sound coding yet, and it was just, it fell into a ballad category. That's yeah. what it was when I played it. They, they, wow. they put it in that category. And I wanted to get your opinion because you are the musical genius. That's right. And Will in the Sky, definitely not a ballad. Off the same album in 1978, which I believe is Evolution. Okay. Am I right on that one? Well, you're the genius. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I like to have my validation. Well, I, I, Give me my validation, Okay, man. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to quote you, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. Yeah, we also discovered Dave has a word like my fabulous. His Mm. is spectacular. I do. I say that a lot. Spectacular. It's spectacular. So what is more fabulous or spectacular? Is spectacular? Does that trump fabulous? I'm not sure. But, you know, kind of when you say it, you get into that uh, fabulous mode, you know, where you start saying, (laughs) boy, that was a pretty dress that what's her name was wearing. (laughs) <laughs> it's fabulous. <laughs> I, you know what I almost said. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Tom Cruise, big news today out of Hollywood. 
Oh, he signed a giant deal with Warner Brothers. He dumped huge, dumped Paramount, who he's been with forever, and now he's going to develop and produce films for Warner Brothers. And that all all his films now go to Warner Brothers, and that will be the distributor. So these movies and the new movies will be a mix of original productions and franchise fare, and they will star Tom Cruise. And he is willing to use AI, artificial intelligence. So we'll see Tom Cruise long after Mark and I die. And Tom, too. And Tom, Tom's, too. And Tom's yeah, right there in our age group. So, that's right. And Tom, Tom won't make it either, but his movies will still be out his there. His movies will live on. Well, is it going to be like a continuation of Mission Impossible, yep. Reacher? Yep. Yep. All, all of those franchises? Yep. Well, let me know if he does Risky Business too. You know, I wouldn't be surprised because now they can make them all look younger with uh, artificial intelligence. It'd be kind of fun to see how if 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 Tom got married to I think it was Re- Rebecca De Mornay I forget the character's name but let's say they got married and they humped up a whole generation of little itty bitty Tom Cruises and I even forget now his name in the in, in that show Joel it was Joel Goodson right in I, Risky Business I'm trying to remember I have to remember. but now they're the parents and their kids are now doing similar things I think it could be a fun movie. You, you, you know, you were, you, you were just talking about uh, Rebecca de Mornay. Yes. That's just a stage name. Rebecca de... Jeez, I can't even say it. Rebecca de Mornay. Do you know who her father was? Wally. Wally George. Yeah. Wally George. He was a, he was a talk show host. Yeah. Wally used to come on the air with me when I was in Anaheim. Yeah, he, he, would, he would frequent the Anaheim studios right there on Ball Road. That's I, I, right. Studios aren't there anymore. Boy, that's a piece of history right there. That yeah. radio station had a lot of big name folks come through there. You oh, and me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. You and me work there. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Rebecca editors, but at least we were there. So Rebecca grew up with with a dad like Wally George. I don't know if anybody's yeah. ever seen him. He Wally was, George was, was kind of like the first uh, Robert, um, not Robert Downey Jr. No, Morton Ro- Downey Robert. Jr. Morton Downey Jr. <laughs> That's yeah, right. <laughs> and there's another guy that I used to hang with every once in a while. My Lord. I was called him Robert Morton Downey oh. Jr. <laughs> anyway. That's what happens when you get to be Tom Cruise's age. But Tom Cruise is going to be around for a long time. So we got Tom Cruise. I think Tom Hanks signed a deal where he's going to be uh, featured in a lot of AI coming up. So yep. Yep. this is the future, gang. This is it. Um uh, good luck getting work if you want to be an actor, because all the folks, as long as they make bank at the box office, these guys have been doing it for years, will continue. And although there was a lot of backlash over the Golden Globes, they got great ratings. I saw that. Double. The show, last year. Yeah, the show averaged about 9.4 million viewers, and that's up 50% from last year. So they, they, they include like Paramount Plus and CBS and other platforms. On social media, the Golden Globes dominated with nearly 30 billion potential impressions, ranking as the number one program of the night based on total interactions. Wow. Wow. That's a heck of a comeback story. So are the Golden Globes the precursor to the Oscars? Is that's what it's uh, as I recall, that's what it used to be billed as a precursor to the Oscars. What happened at the Golden Globes, you would probably see at the Oscars. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. As I recall but I have a short-term memory as well. Yeah. Well, the reason why it did so well is apparently in the press and the media, it was uh, talked about that they would leave the politics out of it. Oh yeah. No, that, that, that was pretty well known. Yeah. You can Google yeah. that. Yeah. They, they, that was, 
It was a safe zone is what they called it. Well, good for them. I'm glad the Golden Globes came back. They used to, award shows used to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then oh, they, came, they were filled they so because they were filled political. with glamour. They were filled with people that you wanted to see want the red carpet. And it was all very uh, distinguished. It, it had just it was filled with class. It's been a house for advocates over the last few years. And I think Hollywood finally got the message that, you know, people don't really give a rat's ass. Uh, just entertain us. That's yeah, what you're paid to do, and just you know. Yeah, you hit it right on the head because people don't the give, activism. They don't give a rat's ass what these actors think. It's like just That's accept right. your award, think, want to, and get off stage. <laughs> it was like Gervais said, "Just come up, accept your little award, and thank your God, and get off the stage." So I commented on somebody who said, "You know what? They should not have a real hosts. They should just have somebody come out, read the winners, and and come up and and get their award." So I responded, not needed, because now AI can actually announce the the nominations, announce the winner, and the award can come out automatically, you know, through a little machine, just like your pizza does, just like McDonald's is doing. (laughs) You know, a lot of McDonald's now are completely automated. Automated, yeah. Yeah, with artificial intelligence. So what do you think about an AI Billy Crystal? Hosting all the award shows. Think, Billy was the best. I he think, was the best. I think you just get a big screen. You get a big screen. The nominations pop up. And here comes the, the award <laughs> out of the little machine. You go, you grab it, and you leave. It's and just leave. like McDonald's. Just like getting a diploma when you graduate. You walk across, and you take the tassel and flip it over, take your award, and see you bye. Pretty much. So, I, I, you know, because if people are getting that disgusted, I, I, I'm sorry for that. And the guy did stink uh, at the Golden Globes. I, I'm not giving him any props because he really wasn't prepared. And I'm not saying that's an excuse. However, you, you can't get a valet and then put him on stage. <laughs> it's it's Very true. true. He might improve. Let's give him a chance. He's got a year to improve if well, they he, bring him back. He's a, he's a comedian, and and but he doesn't have the cachet of, of a Ricky Gervais. Nobody knew who he was. So, so very few people knew about his shtick, about his act. But people who did know who he, he was. You didn't bring up his shtick, did you? Yeah. People who, did, you? people who did know who he was said, you know, that's not really his act. His act is much different. He's a very funny comedian. I'll and, search it. I'll look him up. Okay. I will determine if he's funny or not, and you can too. Well, a proctologist's best friend, also known as McDonald's, is going to come out with a four-patty Big Mac. Oh, They're going to pack your colon so tight that, man, everybody's going to start getting colonoscopies at 25. They're adding a side of angioplasty. Oh, my God. Did you see the picture of this thing? Yes. Why would you eat a burger with four patties? Why? And why is it, McDonald's putting this out? It's they're calling just insane. It a, they're calling it a double-double McDonald's Big Mac. It's four patties. Remember the, the old song that... Yeah, that, now instead of two all-beef patties, patties four, it's going to be four all-beef patties. Special, special sauce, sauce, lettuce, lettuce cheese, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Yeah, do you need that in your colon for crying out loud? <laughs> My God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't believe they're doing that. That's outrageous. <laughs> that is an outrageously big burger. It'll get in some press and get people talking about it. I don't know how popular it's going to be, but my Lord, four patties uh, on one burger. 
Now, granted, there are other burgers that are huge out there, but I looked at this thing and my cholesterol went up <laughs> when yeah. I looked at just, it. Just looking at the picture. I know. I, I felt the same yeah. way. I thought, oh, who's going to buy this thing? I mean, at this point, Yikes. if you got four patties, they ought to just rename it and give it a different name. I, I know they're giving it the Double Double Big Mac, but geez, come on. Well, remember you know, we talked about that McDonald's this year was going to... That's a colon crusher. For was going to serve a bigger, better burger? Well, that's right. This that's is right. part. This is part of their campaign. God, I, I just don't see the need for anybody to put that kind of poison in your. I, don't, I won't say poison, but that kind of a burger in your body. I just don't see the need for that. I think you got it right the My first God. time. That's poison, right? <laughs> see. <laughs> Well, we know the history is there. You can see the stuff that's on Netflix. I don't know. Uh, Super Size Me. Have you seen that documentary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of oh, course. Fast food, man. Uh, it is just dangerously bad for your body. Well, that's all I can say. All I, I can wanna... tell you is soon you won't have to deal with anybody at McDonald's because they're looking to automate all of their stores. But you know who's ready to take advantage of everybody eating this stuff? Who? Ozempic. <laughs> You're right. You can have a heart attack or die, but who cares? Have a double double Big Mac. You'll thank us for it. <laughs> oh. How about this uh, story about the lady on the overnight flight, the red eyes they call them in the airlines, who were pissing off the passengers, but they they held their guard. They didn't get mad, but she had what was it? A laser light or a cord that was lighting up the whole fuselage. Yeah, apparently, and, and they couldn't do anything. The flight attendants couldn't do anything about it, but a, a six-hour red-eye flight from Miami to Seattle. They couldn't ask her to just turn it off and maybe offer her a different cord? You'd think somebody would have that idea. But you this, think. This vibrant... i got to solve the world's problems, Dave. I'm getting tired of it. I'd like to get paid for solving all of these problems. You should run for president, Lord. for God's sakes. You know, this 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 girl, she was just a, a young lady. She's using this vibrant flashing cable to charge her cell phone on the airplane. Everybody is giving her a dirty look because it's a red eye and it's dark in the plane. And so the, the, the neon light is flashing everywhere. And they're, they're noticeably upset. So, well, I'm going to say this. If you're taking a red eye, why wouldn't you take sleep shades with you? Hey, Marge, pack my sleep shades, would you? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, those people on that plane are, are most likely to buy those shades for their eyes uh, the next time they get on an That's airplane. That's what it is. And, it's and, a and profit I'll, deal. And That's I'll tell you this is. much. There was nothing that the flight attendants did because they said she wasn't breaking any rules. She was just merely um, charging her phone. Now, yeah, they're going to I, sell sleep shades next. This is what it is. They are planting these people on red eyes so that they can eventually get people buying sleep shades. <laughs> That's what's happening here. And by the way, I got another nitpicky thing with the airlines. There was a guy who flew Spirit Airlines. This was his first flight ever. Uh -huh. And they get up in the air and he's asking the student, uh, the flight attendants. You almost said stewardess. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. You have to explain that like you had to explain Uncle last last podcast. But he wanted them to join the Mile High Club. And I'm thinking, first of all, the Mile High Club is so old that planes fly at 36 to 40,000 feet. That's seven miles up. So now you're asking <laughs> him to join the seven mile high club today. So let's get updated. Let's be current is, in our is, facts. Is the mile high club still around? In Dave, effect? I don't think 
I, I think some people know what it is and a lot of people don't. Is it our job to explain what it is? I don't know. But <laughs> I haven't heard anybody mention it in such a long time. I I'll don't post think... it on Facebook and X. Oh, that's I'll a good it. idea. I'll ask the question. People will uh, be shocked if you don't know. Holy shazam. Shazam. What are you doing? Your own spittoon? <laughs> well, I was waiting for you, but you didn't hit the button. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's for you, Grandpa. It's That's time. for you, Grandpa Orville. That's it, for you, my buddy. Who is, uh, by the way, today is uh, the 11th of July, June, of uh, January, which is my Grandpa <laughs> Orville's birthday. So you bring out the spittoon. This is, this is what blows my mind about life. Uh-huh. You know, you don't think about it on 364 other days, but on the day that it's his birthday, and it just occurred to me that it was, you bring out the spittoon. Well, first you said June. How does that happen? You said June, July, or January. <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting high off of this Evian uh, Dasani mix I did today. <laughs> it's time to go. That's it for today's Ratchet podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> and... Remember, you can always find us here. Ratsasspodcast.com. Have a good weekend, and we'll be back on Monday. Be good to each other.